This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Today's episode is brought to you by Pattern Pack Ammo. Guys, this is changing the way bird hunters buy ammo. Since the banning of lead shot in 1991 has created a big problem for hunters, picking the right load. You guys know it. I've tried it many times, shot many different patterns and papers over and over again, shooting two or three shells out of one box and then buy another one. From bismuth to steel to tungsten, they all have their purpose, but testing these out to find the best combination for your gun and choke is time-consuming and costly. We know it from personal experience. Pattern Pack allows you guys to select a smaller amount of variety of ammo brands filtered by gauge, shell, length, brand, and shot size, then Pattern Pack sends you your customized box of ammo right to your doorstep. Now you can sample all of the innovation shot technologies available, leading to fewer cripples, more limits, and confidence in what's in your gun. And just to help you guys out a little bit, Pattern Pack Ammo is offering you 10% off your box if you put in the code MVM. Check it out, guys. Now let's get into our episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the MVM Show. Glad to have you with us today. We have a new guest to the podcast that we haven't had yet, and that is Taylin. The prettier side of the McDonald's <laughs> compared to Travis and Talon. I don't think they'll disagree with that. But anyways, it's going to be a hunt review of their hunt. This was not on video. Uh, they drew a really good reservation to a really good place, and... Uh, Northern California, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But uh, before we do, just want to thank you guys for all your support and everything you do. I know I say that every episode, but I do sincerely, truly mean that. And we thank you guys for. Uh, we're glad you guys enjoy it. Honestly, you know, I know it's 
Travis is the one that you like to hear the most. Whatever. He's the he's the comedian of the group, but anyways, uh I'm trying there was something else I wanted to say before we really get rolling, but we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So Travis, what did you uh think when you op- did you open that letter first for your reservation? No, because here in California we put in for reservations. Uh I forget what they charge us. What is it? A dollar thirty-eight per entry. Uh-huh. Um so I put in for myself, Talon, and Talon. And not thinking because Talon is right now in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. He's been there for the past what two and a half weeks, and he's not coming home till the second. And he's guiding for elk in Wyoming. So I put him in, and then I got to thinking, well, if he draws, there went a wasted opportunity. And so I actually checked mine first. Can you imagine if you would have drawn? I know that would have been horrible. <laughs> yeah. So I checked mine first, and out of the, I put it for all the local refuges around here, mm-hmm. and a few up north. And unsuccessful on every one of those. Looked at Talon's, unsuccessful, unsccessful, unsuccessful. Looked at Talon's, I'm scrolling down, and I see um, what would have been my number one pick for any refuge in mm-hmm. California. And I see number three. So needless to say, I was pretty ecstatic. I went in her room, and I jumped up and down on her bed. She was still <laughs> she was still in bed. I'm like, yeah. What yes, time yes, in the morning yes. was it? It was later. Oh. I nearly had a heart oh, attack. It was- it was probably like We're 2 like, o'clock in the doing? afternoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but so Talon's not here. And so my dad got the invite to come with us. and Which I'm sure he was bummed about. Yeah, he was horribly upset did you about p- Did you pick that, Talon? Is that who you picked? Uh, no, but I'd probably been my first pick. You would have picked him anyways? Yeah. Sorry, that's a little tight on your neck. So we... Uh, it was a, it's a little bit of a drive, not horrible, but you know it's a little drive. So we get this idea, you know, we don't want to be late. What if there's traffic? What if something mm-hmm. happens? So we leave we leave early. Um, we left about it's about six forty one. Yeah, in the afternoon, mm-hmm. we left a little That's bit when later. You called me and you said you were in Turlock or something. Yeah, we were we we were in Turlock. We were headed north. Um, we stopped in eight, and I don't remember specifically what time we got to the refuge. But we um, got there, and we decided to sleep in the truck. Sleep? And I guess yeah. you could call it we know you guys didn't partial sleep. sleep. And Taylor, so, what did you want to do? Did you want to just go up in the morning, or did you actually want to go the night before? I wouldn't have mind going up the night before, but he really jumped the gun and went really early. Yeah. Well, so, here's the thing. She thought that I was going to bring a mat for her to sleep in the back. Like Man. a gentleman should do. <laughs> well, I thought she was going to get it, and nobody got it. So oh. um, she slept in the back seat of an extra cab Toyota, oh. laid across there, and the middle of it has this hard plastic thing. And when she put a blanket, I think, in there to try to, or a coat to try to soften the blows. And needless to say, I don't think any of us slept extremely well. Hold on a second, though. The whole night you were snoring, so that's kind of proof that you were semi-asleep. Yeah, I would say yeah, that. I'm, that's a good yeah, indicator. I, I know that I did sleep, and there was a point in time because we were de- trying to determine what time we we're going to wake up because check-in was a little bit earlier than what normally we do. Um, so my dad said, like, oh, we're going to wake up at 3, and then we're like, that's way too early. So I actually did wake up when the alarm went off at 3, and I'm like, well, this is way too early. So we set the alarm, and that next 45 minutes, I went out like a log, just gone, and totally just asleep and i know it was, i had to be snoring to, so loud everybody in the parking lot heard me how much sleeping do you think you got Dana? uh Dana? i was wearing my fitbit and it said about 
two hours oh. of like unrestful sleep. Oh. <laughs> so. I should wear one of those. I've always wondered like, what am I really getting? Because I never, you know, sometimes you just don't feel rested when you get up, you know, yeah. no matter what. That's kind of cool. Sleep. So you wear that all the time then. Not normally asleep, but like we were going hunting. So I wanted to see like yeah. how far it was. When we were on huh. a walk. Two and a half hours of unrested sleep. Yes. Or unrestful sleep. Have you ever wore it like just at home? I'm just curious. Like, if yeah, I have. I have like it shows like like what's the best time you sleep, how uh-huh. much you need and stuff. But n- yeah, normally mm. I sleep deep. Really? Yeah. So you get good sleep normally. Yeah, normally. It just proves duck hunters don't get any sleep. <laughs> so you have you have the um. So don't you have the waiter? What's the brand name of your waiters? Uh, it's called She. She, she waiters. She waiters. Yeah, outdoors. I think. Can you yeah, and you have you wore both brand like a, a male version like regular male waiters and it's a big difference. It's a huge really? difference. It's just more Definitely. just the way it fits. Well, like the shoe size, it fits uh, your shoes. And normally, when you buy men's waiters, they're assuming that it's a boy, so it's uh-huh. going to be like a shorter, younger boy. A so they're shorter on me and mm. it's my size shoe, or it's too big a shoe and it fits my body. Oh, I didn't think about that. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, because I was thinking, what could be the huge difference? But yeah. the shoe, the height, the the whole just shape and everything that makes sense. Okay, and those aren't very Travis. You were saying those kind of a little bit more, huh? Um, I don't remember what hers. Do you remember what yours ran? No. Price Did you guys buy them brand new? Yeah. Yeah, we did recently, or was it last couple of years? It ago? was last year on Cabela's. Last year. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I was just curious if they were cheaper or more expensive than men's. Waiters. I don't think they're any more expensive than the men's waiters. The same? Are they Probably about neoprene? the same? No, they're they're breathable. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're breathable. Oh, cool. So you yeah. like those way better? Oh, it's so much more comfortable. Yeah. And what do you think? No, no issues with them. No, not so far. Yeah. So, so you, do they do? Not my big question. A lot of people have wondered because I haven't been to the regular refuge yet. Are they making you, are they starting it earlier than they normally do? Which I know you haven't been in this refuge, so that's probably tough for you to say. Yeah, so we did what was a pre-registration where we showed them our, our license, our stamps, our passes. Um, Which is normal there. That's a Yeah, we normal. showed them that, and then when they called our reservation, basically we just walked up there and they handed us the card. Mm-hmm. And they told us that when we come up there just to lay the birds, that they would just check our birds and drop the card in the box and call it good. Um, some people had masks on. Some people didn't. They had a, you know, the pex- plexiglass. Did all the workers there. have? All the, yeah, yeah every everyone there had them. Um, there was a game warden that showed up. He had one on. So, yeah, they mm-hmm. were they were being COVID compliant. Mm-hmm. But the people in the parking lot, there was no social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> we already knew that I was going to be that way. Yeah, there was nothing like that. They didn't try to enforce any of those. I guess those aspects, you know. Uh-huh. So I guess some of the other places that some of the other guys went, they were telling me that basically they you could turn the radio on and it would come through the radio like they like uh, with the right frequency. I think it would probably be a- AM, and so they would you know announce your number. Okay. But he goes, nobody would. I knew too that no one's going to sit there and wait for them to call you because they're too antsy. Yeah. We're not the only duck hunters like that. Yeah. Can Everybody's you imagine like, if they called you one at a time oh, and you, you walk didn't all the way up there and then, yeah, back and forth or you didn't have that information yeah, when they terrible. announced it? It would, yeah. It, I don't see how they can have any kind of organization or compliance or mm-hmm. anything like that. Well, um, what was, Taylor, what was like your anticipation of how the morning was going to go? Did you think? I thought it was going to be like lights out. Uh-huh. We'd have our limits by like 11. What were you expecting to like shoot? Like what? 
kind of birds? Uh, I didn't really have any idea what we were going to shoot. I knew it was going to be bigger birds. I've mm-hmm. never been to this refuge before. So what I was told was more of what? Widgeon, mallards, pigeons. Mm-hmm. And you, when was your first duck hunt? How old were you? I'm not exactly for sure. I know I went a couple years without having my license, just watching them. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Nine? Probably about nine years old. Yeah. Still really young then. Yeah. That's cool. So Travis, you know, you may have been, it may have been before that because you got your license when you were nine. So yeah, it could have been even earlier. So you started hunting when she was nine. Well, I was, I went dove hunting a lot when I was like really Mm. little, but yeah, but you duck hunted when you were nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I shot ducks when I was nine. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know. Like when the first. Right. I was just trying to wonder when the first time you killed your first duck, like I'm sure you got a picture of that. 16. Yeah. It goes by too fast. If you have young kids out there, enjoy every minute because you blink a couple times. Tyus has young girls. It doesn't take yeah, long. Yeah, you remind me constantly. Yeah, Taylor's my youngest, and she's 16. And, yeah, time needless just goes say, by fast. Needless to say, we're protective. Very much so. Uh, no, nothing till she's at least 21. <laughs> Marriage about 28. Yep. Agreed. So you guys, you guys got checked in. You got the pawn that you wanted. Basically, yeah, we right? did. We did. Um, there was some areas that weren't flooded up, and mm-hmm. so that it normally we, are. I I don't know if this I early mean, in the season, but we had some intel from from good friends that have hunted it before. Uh-huh. Um, Barney Hilton and Jake had hunted it. I believe you hunted it even a couple times. A couple times, yeah. And so they kind of gave me a. I tried to get Barney to give me an exact scenario. Okay, what order? And he's like, I can't be responsible for that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he was, he was uh, avoiding a little bit, but he gave me <laughs> some good ideas. And the pond that I had planned, you know, my first pick overall, that one was available. So we took that one. Um, met a a subscriber to the uh, to the podcast as well as to, oh, really? yeah, Mid Valley Mercenaries in the parking lot. Uh, Josh from Turlock. Um, Super nice guy. Cool. Yeah, he's he's got three little girls, I think, or two girls and one on the way. So congratulations to him if he's awesome, listening man. to this. Thanks, Josh, for your support. And um, yeah, he was really cool because he, uh, I, you know, there was several ways to get to the area that we were going, and he's like, "Hey, go this way. This is the best way to go." Um, you know, you have a map kind of, but mm-hmm. on Google Earth, he pointed exactly where the where the uh, blind was at. Just a really a super nice guy. I really appreciate it, Josh. Thanks for your help. And um, hope you had a great day out there. And so we had about a, not quite, but almost two-mile walk. Yeah. It was about, mm-hmm. it was yeah. Pretty, almost two miles. About two miles to, to the pond that we were hunting. And we got out there, uh, got everything set up, and, you know, you could just hear the volume of birds. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounded like a clothes zone. Mm-hmm. So we had very high expectations, um, you know, from the first – Crack of light, massive flocks, 20, 30 plus widgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, there were geese everywhere. Birds were landing in our decoys. Yeah, birds were all in the decoys, and and we were um, pretty excited, and we thought this was just going to be phenomenal. And so I have you know never filmed before, and I have a whole new respect for what Titus does with filming. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever tried that, but it's not easy to sit there and, and watch birds flying around. And, and you, other people shoot. And you want to hold the <laughs> camera, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna try to capture this. Um, and but I thought with the way the way the morning was going, that it was just gonna be phenomenal. And 
you know, we could have probably limited out if we would have just all went gun ho probably the first 45 minutes. But I wanted them to be able to to shoot, you know, quality birds, mm-hmm. um, be able to select drakes. And so there was times when there was birds where they could have shot, but we held off because we're like, mm-hmm. okay, wait, 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 wait. Um, I mean, there was flocks of like 20 widgeon at a time. So mm-hmm. we, we kind of held off. I was, I was filming. I didn't shoot. And um, the few couple 45 minutes of video that I did take, there was some pretty cool, cool things that happened. And uh, Taylor has that on her phone. Um, but I was, I was really impressed with Taylor's shooting. We, um, yeah, she smashed that. We had a mallard come in. I mean, the first bird that came in, um, you know, about 15 yards over the top of the decoys and one shot, one kill. She just, she just hammered that bird and she was shooting the, uh, the heavy metal. Oh, okay. Yeah. She crushed it. Yeah. It, it, it just did a number on that. Um, which was really cool. She got, it was a hen and she got that. And then we had some, um, specks come over a flock of specks and we were kind of looking at a flock that was coming to the left and i glanced out of my right eye and i seen this flock coming right over top of us and i'm still filming my dad and Taylor pull up and boom they crush this this speck and here here he comes down and i'm i'm filming this the whole time and i'm thinking in my mind like uh the trajectory of this thing is headed right <laughs> for me and we were in a pit blind and there was these metal dividers in between my dad and i not much space in between us. And that goose came right down in between us. It went right over my dad's head and right at my chest and just smacked that thing. I mean, it was like, boom. And I, I basically filmed it all the way to the ground. Yeah. But I thought for certain that. I thought it was going to hit you. It was going to hit us. And mm-hmm. if it would hit my dad in the head, it would have probably broke his neck. Oh, probably. Yeah. And if it would have hit me in the chest, it probably would have broke a rib. Yeah. But. It smacked that cross member. And right between you guys. Right between us. It yeah. like bounced too. Yeah. It was just like whack. And so that that was crazy um, just to have that happen that close close to us. And um, mm. yeah, so I, I was trying to film. And like I said, I have all the respect for what, what Titus does. And I couldn't do a whole hunt, I don't think. Because <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's hard when there's well, birds Well, you flying. wouldn't have to. Because I mean, like me and Thomas this last weekend trading off. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get your fix. You get your fix and go back to film. Because Tom said something I was stoked to hear him say because he's always like been nuisanced by the camera. Yeah. <clears throat> but this year I was trying to do a little different, like trying to actually film with a camcorder. He's like, that's actually fun. He's like, I'm actually enjoying getting this on shot and zooming in. Yeah. Stuff. And but, I thought there was going to be so many birds that mm-hmm. it was going to be a very quick hunt. Right. And it, it didn't turn out that way. Yeah. You know, it... it yeah, it's too bad because I was really hoping to like put that on the channel or something. Because yeah. that video you got just with the spec alone was cool. Yeah, it was. So that would have been really fun to make a video out of all that. Yeah. Still might be able to throw that in somehow. Somewhere. Yeah, you might be able to throw a little portion Clip of that in, in, yeah. Yeah, just for, you know, That'd be part fun. of opening day video or something yeah, yeah. like that. You know, just I probably will. a couple little highlights. Um, and Taylor, she took some really awesome pictures with her cell phone. Um, I thought they were neat. Personally, you know, yeah, it's always good. I've to seen have, a few. Always have good to have memories. You know, my my dad, uh, he's seventy, mm-hmm. and we were talking. You know, one of the one of the other YouTube channels that we followed, they they're they're saying is you only get so many opening days. You know, right? And oh, think about it. Yeah, if you think about it, you know, what wow. I'm saying it's like there's you might not have a whole. There, I mean, yeah, you know, you don't want to say it, but no, you know, seventy years old. You know, 
you know, I'm, I'm praying for, you know, a good 10 to 12. Yeah. You know, 82, 83. Still yeah, out there. right. He's out there still doing it. And that sounds still like a lot. But, you know, you think it really 12 more opening days, you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. I, I cherish those moments with my dad. For sure. You know, and um, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow, you know. Um, as Christians, we have a hope that's, that's out of this world, you know, right. better than any any day duck hunting. But while I'm here, I'm going to cherish every moment that I have sure. to spend with friends, family, and, and, and my dad. Um, my dad didn't duck hunt with me when I first started out. He went with me, but he didn't duck hunt. And then mm. finally, we, we talked him into getting his license and his stamps and um, ever since then, we've we've shared a lot of opening days and and just really good memories, mm-hmm. and it's it's been good. So that's how I feel too with Thomas. You know, like he's my brother. Like I have as much fun with anybody, right? Yeah. But like you're just you're taking all these pictures. We took some pictures that have no birds in it. Uh huh. There really wasn't nothing. It looked desolate. If you look at the picture, yeah, it's desolate. We're standing out in the middle of this mud flat, basically. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? One day we we were talking about it. I go one day. Like, here's this picture right here. <laughs> we actually—that's where we hunted. Yeah, you go, it looks like ter- like the desert almost. It looks it like does. the moon. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I, I go, dude. You know what? One day, like when we look back on this 15, 20 years from now, it's gonna be the we're literally gonna wish we could go back. Well, I yeah. see pictures from like three years ago. Yeah, me and Talon, and it's crazy how much of things have things changed. changed. Yeah. I have yep. one of Talon's first ducky shot. I mean, he's a little kid, little runt, yeah, little little runt. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell that picture. If you know what I'm saying for yeah. anything, if you could never see it again, you would never sell it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just really cool, you know. And that's what I really like about the YouTube thing. I, I've told you is just that those memories are captured forever, and we can look back on those and you know, just like. Oh man, look at look at them, how young they were. Yeah, or look how skinny I was. You know things like that. Well, the, <laughs> the first junior hunt I filmed was only three years ago, and uh-huh. most of those their voices are all changed and they totally look different. Yeah, yeah. T- including telling everybody yeah. else, it's it's it, crazy. Kids grow up fast because that window is a fast, quick it's, changing. It's a quick window, yeah. Window, like so. like you know, like the Bible says, life is a vapor, mm-hmm. and, and truly it is. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fades fast. Forty, almost forty eight. You know, and I can remember like yesterday. You know. Being sixteen and or you know, mm-hmm. well that's all a, that and stuff. that's you know, the thing. Crazy. That's the thing, like you said earlier about serving God and being a Christian is you you don't have to get depressed and say I'll never see them again. We know that one day you have a hope. We have hope to see them it's again. More, it's not just hope. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, not, it's, beyond, it's not just hope. It's not hope. It's reality. Yeah, it's reality. It's, it is. It's not reality. a hope. Yeah, because yeah, hope, hope, absolute hope may or may not happen, and I, I don't. That's not even an option. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Um. But we had we had a good day duck hunting and we we stayed all day. We grinded it out and we ended up with uh four specks. We don't we didn't have a dog. We did get another speck that dropped I mean we we hit them hard multiple times and we I think we lunged them cuz you know they'll they'll, t- mm-hmm. they'll keep going. They'll keep going and I'm watching this bird I'm like there's no way that bird is going to get away. And he went out there and just dropped Mm. And I went out there and looked and looked and looked. And not having a dog is, dogs, like you said, the best conservation tool. Because if I had a dog, I would have found that bird. Mm-hmm. But I didn't find him. Um, going back to shooting the, the ducks was really cool. We had a, some specs come over. And I'm thinking, Taylor pulls up one one shot, I think. Bam, drills this, this speck. I mean, center punches that thing. And... His wings went straight out, and he literally helicoptered the whole way down. Really, it looked like I don't even know how to describe. It. Like when you were a kid, you had those little things that you would spin, and they would like fall. You know, the yeah, yeah. Helicopter things. This thing just comes down, 
would have been so cool to have on video. It helicoptered all the way to the water. Boom. She walked over there, picked him up, stuck the finisher in its back of his uh-huh. head and called it good. <laughs> um, so what ducks did you shoot? Taylor? I shot a Speck, a Hen Mallard, a Hen Gadwall, and a Drake Gadwall. Oh, okay. I thought you, oh, okay, yeah. So four, du- four ducks, did you say? Well, three ducks. Three ducks and a speck. speck. Yeah, it was really cool. We were wrapping up at the end. It's a good day. um, You know, birds always. We, as you know, birds always fly when you're wrapping up decoys. If you want, if there's nothing flying and you want birds to start moving, yeah, go out there and start wrapping up your decoys. I guarantee you're going to see a duck. Guaranteed. I mean, 99.9 percent of the time, you're going to see a duck. Do you know how many times I've got that on film? It's ridiculous. I'm sitting there doing my closing on that last video, and look what happened. Yeah, and basically that would have happened. We're standing there and. These birds swung over us. Taylor picks up her gun, loads it back up, and they swing back over, and boom, she drops oh, a, did a Drake Gadwall. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and, and it's just like, okay. Remember those mallards that came by? Hey, we, out of nowhere, like from our left, we dad's like, mallards, and he drop, jumps up and shoots a Drake. Hey, didn't you, I think you doubled, didn't you? No, I didn't double at all. You didn't double? That, but that was in the middle of the day. It was kind of slow. Nothing was going on, and we're just sitting there just kind of just eating salami and and so geez. for an opening day, it was a little bit. It was abnormal, slow. A little slow. It was abnormally. slow. I talked to someone in the parking lot. And they're like, "This is abnormally slow." Because mm. I, I had to go back. Um, I had like five or six shells left. My dad had a few shells left, but I'm like, "Well, if we're gonna stay the afternoon, you know, let's go make again. sure that we have shells." Yeah. So, did the two mile walk back? Came back with a box of shells, and um, but we were sitting there, and I mean, there was nothing moving, um. And I just looked up, and there's two mallards headed straight for us, and that's when I dropped that that one Drake. Yeah, that was mm. a cool shot, though. Um, but yeah, you ended up with three birds and a speck. My dad ended up with a hen gadwall, a, a drake wigeon, and a speck. That's the speck that nearly hit you, too. Yes. That was a really cool shot. And then I ended the day with two specks, two drake mallards, a hen mallard, a drake gadwall, and a drake wigeon. Nice. That's a so, good bag. Yeah, that's I, the best not, eating birds too. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Um, you know, I, I I had fun. You know, we stayed all day. Um, the drive home was another story. Um, man, I got. I would like to know how that went. I, you know, when what? you when you called me, were you falling asleep? Yeah, I talked to Thomas. Shoot, I, I talked bad. to you. Well, Thomas, no, I never talked to you. We didn't talk, but Thomas kept me awake for about a good thirty to forty he minutes. And I was very appreciative because literally. I, when we started out, it didn't take that long. Did you long, tell me you were falling asleep? Or oh, yeah. My eyes started watering. Oh, I feel bad. My eyes were watering when they just burned, and everything was blurry, you know, and I was like yeah. doing the braille on the on the centered line. <laughs> and Were you out cold, Taylor? Oh, she was yes. gone. <laughs> I mean, gone. I don't think we even made it out of the parking lot, and she was gone. Well, it seemed <laughs> like it. Um, so we, you know, my, I made it to... Uh, some friend I am. No, <laughs> no, that's cool. We, we, I made it to Manteca. That's as far as I made it. You had to pull over? We stopped and ate. Oh. And I knew that I couldn't go any further. And my dad said, my dad had went on the bank and took a, like about a 30 minute nap. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. And we stopped the in and out and we didn't even hit the freeway. And I think I was gone. I don't remember any of it. So he made, I'm, I guess I'm guessing he made it okay. He made it. He made it fine. Oh, we're here. here. We're here. Yeah. So he, <laughs> we, little, yeah. you guys don't even know if he's falling asleep or not. You're too out. Oh, man. It, <laughs> I was, that was very, very difficult. Oof. Um, but we had, we had a really good time. Enjoyed, enjoyed it. And, um, I was so tired. I was like, you know, it's coming weekend. Like, am I going to go? I was that tired. I was just like debating, which I never do that. And, um, 
but yeah, so I was tired. <laughs> I will tell you this. I, I don't want to give away our, our hunt uh, opening day, but um, we hunted Thursday, hunted Friday, didn't get anything Friday. We did good Thursday, hunted Friday, didn't get anything, and then Saturday we both limited. But um, what helped was is we were pretty tired because we left at like 3 Thursday morning. And then went to bed at a decent time for us, 10.30, and we didn't get it until 5. Oh, okay. So that's good sleep for duck hunt for us. That's like the yeah. best I've ever done. But And on top of that, I said, you know what? I don't even care if we take naps today. We should because that's when we're, we're going to fill it is Saturday Yeah, with that long drive long back drive home. Back. Plus, getting up super, we got up super early Saturday. So um, we – what time? What did we do? We, we must have slept. We hunted the morning, and then we just stayed out there, ate a little – we Thomas brought his jet boil and we yeah. ate a little tomato soup and he made some grilled cheese. Dude, it was delicious. <laughs> and we both, I think we didn't even talk about it. We didn't say, hey, let's just lay down for a little bit out here. We just laid down out in the 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 brush out there where we were hunting. Dude, three hours out. Just gone. Nap. I, I remember waking up like three times and I'd be like, I don't even care. I was like, you know, you wake up, but you're like, I ain't getting up. Like, we should probably get up and clean up. <laughs> and dude, it paid off because I we were neither one of us. We're hardly that tired. And that's the most awake I've ever felt driving home from a duck hunt, especially that many hours driving back. Yeah. So that was something different for me because I've never been that awake. Yeah. Where we were at, it was, there was so many mosquitoes. Mm. Thank God they it were was highly too cold attra- for us. They were highly attracted to the uh, off spray that we're using. <laughs> Had, a, I guess, a scent flavor that they liked. <laughs> See, I thought you knew about thermocells. I do know about thermocells. Well, Poppy had one. And oh, my dad had one. He didn't yeah. use it. Oh. But literally, I bet you all together we donated a pint of blood <laughs> and had about... You were getting eight of two, Taylor? Oh, I counted my mosquito bites. I think I had like, what, She 45? swells up. Ooh. She swells up. I did too a little she, bit. Yeah, and... Just I, not I, huge, I but like a lot uh, yeah, bigger. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't swell up, but man... I felt like oh, acu- you're making me acu- itch just acu- talking about it, man. Miserable. They were bad. You hit one and you're hitting like two other on your arm. I hate stinking. They were bad. That is the one thing about early season. I'm just like, why don't you just start the season later? Because I cannot stand that part of it. Yeah. I don't like mosquitoes. Until you get a cold. And that's the thing nice. Another thing nice about going up north because it's so much colder. Yeah. They're no not, mosquitoes. They're not out. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Well, I try to take pictures at like later in the day, like the Just eating your hands. Oh no, my camera was so covered you couldn't even see like the picture. Like, it was, like, blurred. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Oh, that's bad. They were bad. It was horrible. That's cool. I'm glad you guys had a good hunt. Yeah. yeah I'm cool. glad you drew that resi, Taylor. That's uh men ever draw that number again. No. Especially not. maybe for the refuge sometime throughout the season, but for opening day, highly unlikely. Highly yeah. just yeah. getting drawn to probability. Today this year was my ninth year I haven't been drawn. For opening yeah, day. I've been drawn. I don't know when. Fortunately, Taylor's drawn the last two years. So oh, she. That's right. Yeah, she drew last year and the year before. Well, what no, number this did, year? What number did she draw last? I would say, where did I draw last year? You know, I don't. I don't remember. But I remember. I just remember you drew one, which we got on, and we basically oh, hunted yeah. where we we wanted to, and we yeah. did okay. We 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 killed birds, and um, yeah. But it, it's really hard when you have to play that that lotto game or oh, or anything stressful. like that because you know if you don't get a low lottery number pretty much you're guaranteed you're not going to get to hunt in the morning um and 
no guarantee that the afternoon is going to be even worth going because right. as you and Thomas experienced, was it last year or the year before? You got there in the evening day. and never fire a shot. You know, one yeah. of one of our, our good buddies um, tried to get onto a refuge and he ended up going um, going home. Not getting in. He went <laughs> home and then he went back to another refuge and he said he didn't. I don't think he fired a shot all day. So, yeah, it's if. But what was nice is that, you know, we were able to go experience up north. Um, mm-hmm. You and I went to Nebraska. So I kind of got my fix there, you know? Yeah. And Talon was able to go before he left for Wyoming. Yeah, and have a good up, hunt. Go up north, had a good hunt. So that's cool. So it was like an opening day. Yeah. So, so we've been blessed this season. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got to do both things. And um, so no cool. no complaints from, from our end. Right on. Well, hey, before we wrap this up, guys, I did want to let you know that we do have some new hats. Um, some of you, a lot of listeners are not even from California. So I want to tell you guys, we do have a Bottomlands the Bottomlands camo in our hats now on midvalleyin.com. And we also have the Max 5 back in stock. They haven't been in stock probably since last duck season. So, and then we got some the hats that Travis is wearing with the leather patch. Yeah. If you're like listening on, you know, one of the other platforms besides YouTube, um, I love this great hoodie. It's yeah. Very, I love the material, the fit, just. Really nice. Really comfortable. It's this, a higher end. This is me dressing up right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, check that out if you want. If you want to uh, support some gear and support us, we really, really appreciate it. And just helps us keep uh, doing the things we're doing and getting out there a little bit more making more content. So, anyways, guys, we'll see you next time. Give us a rating review on iTunes, and we'll see you on the next one.